1: it sounds like what does it sound like i like i literally zane when i make records i i I can hear it i see it it's like the the sound is colors and then the words just come to me they fly into my brain but i literally go open the portal talk to the sound he like listen for that for god listen and then make make the music and he he's gonna hear that and he's gonna know that I made a choice and the choice was not just to make this record for myself it was to make it for the world
2: welcome back I am your host Isaac Weishaupt I've been busy I've been so busy in June you're not gonna believe it you better be subscribed to all of the podcast feeds and social media feeds and the email newsletter i've got so many ways to stay connected because i've got shows on shows on shows for you today we're going to do a little cleansing i'm going to purge my my tmz illuminati bin here we're doing a miscellaneous show today we're talking about lady gaga and her weird symbolism talk we're going to decode her artist nonsense she had with the zane lowe we're gonna talk about Machine Gun Kelly. He's a rapper, and uh, he did a bunch of Illuminate Confirm stuff. And we're gonna talk about that. Alistair Black, a wrestler. Elon Musk and Grimes and their stupid baby. And Lana Del Rey. I'll do a little clarification on Lana Del Rey and talk to you about why she is Illuminate Confirm. She's an occult magician. And the reason I've been saying that June, June's going to be on fuego. It's going to be hot, caliente. I am going to start dropping shows, (laughs) dropping shows on vaccines. The truth about vaccines. I don't know when, part one will probably drop this week. May, that is, late May. I just got to put a couple tweaks on it. Then... I've got lots of appearances I've been doing. I've been all over the place, been all over the place. I don't know when the shows are going to release, though. The I've uh, been on many shows here recently. Then uh, we're going to do, and I know I've, I've mentioned this in the past, but I'm, I'm just letting you know it's still in the back burner. This COVID thing is really throwing a giant monkey wrench and everything because I feel like that's important to talk about, right? And clearly from the statistics, that's what you want me to talk about. So, hey, you know, I'm just giving you what you want. But I got a show I'm going to do on Stephen Greer's Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind. I watched Gretel and Hansel. Fantastic movie with a fantastic occult symbolism that we're going to talk about. It's much deeper than a triangle here or an all-seeing eye there. And in fact, we can loop it into COVID. And we will. We will. Ninth gate. I talked about that weeks and weeks and weeks ago. I am going to release that show here someday here soon. Lawnmower man, same story. So if you haven't seen ninth gate or lawnmower man, hit those up. Then, uh, what else do I got? What else do I got? I mean, I got a couple things that they're in the works. I don't want to, I don't want to commit to them yet. They're working with a couple other folks. But yeah, and then I got the Dark Path Book Club for the Patreon people. If you ever wanted a book club, you're gonna get it this summer coming, coming to you live. That'll probably drop in like July-ish. I'll start releasing those. I got, I went through and uh, took notes. I read my, I'm reading, I'm almost done rereading my book to give you a book club on it. So a lot of a lot of stuff in the works. A lot of movie everyone wanted me to watch Gretel and Hansel and I'm glad you pushed me to it. I actually was going to watch that in the theater back in what was it, January before the toilet paper apocalypse hit and everything went to hell. But yeah, let's get into let's get into the topics. This is again, I'm I'm just purging out my TMZ miscellaneous Illuminati stuff. There's been a lot of weird stuff happening the last few weeks, but we we've been so distracted with the COVID, haven't we? Hitler's alligators are dying and Doja Cat is racist. Who cares? No one cares. UFOs are real. Who cares? No one cares. (laughs) No one cares. UFOs are real and nobody cares. More people cared about the name of Elon Musk and Grimes' dumb baby. Snowflake baby. This is, it's such a precious baby. It's getting the most unique name on the planet. No one cares. What we care about is COVID all day, every day. But we're not going to talk about COVID today, are we? Nope. We're going to talk about Lady Gaga first. She was, she did an interview. It's an hour long on YouTube. I don't advise to watch it. I'm going to give you the relevant clips because I love you. She did an interview with Zane Lowe about her upcoming album Chromatica. Because that's how the that's how the showbiz works. You have a new project, and you do all the publicity stuff, and that's what she's doing. She just dropped a new video with um, Ariola Grande. Look, no Ariola Grande. <laughs> I, I lost my my impersonation of her. I did a great one. Ariola Grande. I don't know how did I do it. Uh, but on the video. We got the all-seeing eye on it. I'll drop that on my Instagram if I haven't already. Let me make a note. Let me make a note. Drop on IG, Instagram.com backslash Illuminati Watcher. No, that's not it. What's my Instagram? At, at Isaac Wise up. That's what it is. Um, But on it... We see that the old occult Lady Gaga is back. Yes. Yes. Old occult Lady Gaga. Because Lady Gaga steered away from that, if you recall, with this Joanne project and working with Tony Bennett and all this uh, movie star stuff with Bradley Cooper. But she's back. And she's as occultish as ever. Me and Gordo... Had a bit of a crack, a bit of a crock on those conspiracy guys. That show's gonna drop here someday soon. Yes, big moves. Big new no, big moves for the Illuminati watcher. Ring the bell. I was on those conspiracy guys. I was I don't know, like his fifth interview or something. He's been he's an OG, man. He's been around a long time doing doing this stuff. He's got these I mean, you want a deep dive? I know a lot of people would say, Oh, do a deep dive, Isaac. And that's kind of what I'm doing with the vaccine show. This guy does deep dives. You want six hours on, on, uh, you know, all seeing eye or whatever. I don't know. Whatever his topics are. He's got a million shows, but I was on there. I was very humbled to be one of the uh, first interviews. Cause he started doing interviews that'll drop any day now, any week now. So, you know, like, and subscribe and, and, uh, I'm probably gonna, I think he's gonna let me put it on my feed for you. Okay. But go support him. This guy puts a lot of work in. Listen to the show when he drops it. We had a bit of a crack talking about Lady Gaga on that show. And, you know, the Gaga-Ariola Grande video, it's weird, right? It's weird. Because uh, as you'll hear on those conspiracy guys, Lady Gaga was going through this weird tortured stuff. Several years ago, she supposedly made a deal with the devil and that's where the fibromyalgia came from and all this stuff. But you'll notice on this video, this new video, she's not something off about her. I've been watching Lady Gaga for 10 years, talking about all the symbolism in all of her videos. I've got the most in-depth post you will ever read about Lady Gaga on my website. In fact, let me put a link. Let me make a note link to website. I'm going to put that in the show notes along with my link to my Instagram and all that other crap. So you can join the conversations on the social media or don't, I don't care. I hate social media too. They're just spying on us and data mining to create the transhuman. So you know what? On second thought, don't, don't like, and subscribe. But on the video, she's like, there's something wrong with her. She's not dancing right. She's in pain or something. Something's going on with her in this video. You'll know what I mean. If you've watched Lady Gaga long enough, you can watch the video. Something seems off. And then when you watch this hour-long interview, again, something is off. She looks a little weird. She sounds a little weird. I don't know if she's on drugs or opiates or alcohol or something. Something's up with her. And I don't, you know, doesn't look good for her, right? They're gonna make her crawl in that bathtub here soon. I mean, I hope not, right? I, I like Lady Gaga well enough, but she's definitely pushing the occult stuff. She's doing the Marina Bramovic method and all this crazy stuff. So yeah, she's she's a little off now. Something's different. And Zane Lowe, I don't, I don't know who this guy is. He's a total tool of the industry. He's such a stooge. You watch this video and like, you're, my eyes were rolling the whole time. He's All he talks about is this language of like, I, I think you and Ariana work so well together because of all of her bravery and courage to talk about blah, 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 blah. You know? And it's like, oh, give me a break. He's just like, he just is like such that guy. This guy's for sure signed the deal. Zane Lowe. Nah, he's more famous than me. What do I know? But uh, he funny enough, Lady Gaga in the interview at one point, she talks about how celebrities there's a whole thing about how celebrities can't have problems because nobody wants to hear it, <laughs> which is confirming it. Right. That's my that's what I'm kind of giving him grief about. Anyway, let's get Oh, And then a third point, uh, Lady Gaga, she wanted to do something to support the World Health Organization, and she's promoting unity and all of that stuff. She says she's not into a dystopian future nor a utopian future, and you know you already know thoughts on World Health Organization. It's uh, and we'll talk about that here in a second. First, let's uh, let's take a listen to a clip. She talks about opening up a portal to get in touch with creativity.
1: You know, I really I wish to go on a journey that I've been on with the world before, which is when. I know that I've opened my own creative portal to the other realm and made music out of my own personal experiences that is also related to how much I love people and love the world and what I want them to feel and experience. So, you know, I was just talking to my friends and I was saying, you know, I can't wait to dance with people to this music. I can't wait to just go into. Uh, you know, any space with a whole bunch of people and blast this as loud as possible to show them how much I love them. And until then, I hope that they listen to this record and go on not only my personal journey with me and dance through all the pain, but also go through their own journey and dance through all their pain. And
2: Now, of course, as you've heard on many of my recent appearances, talking about The Dark Path, that's what it is, right? They're literally making contact with another dimension. Some call it the mob zone. That'd be Kenneth Grant, Peter Lavenda talk about this in the dark Lord. And there's a concept of the uh, subconscious being the source of creativity. I mean, all these things, basically long story short from, and you can look at all the writings of these occultists, Carl Jung and all these people, they think that there's something to be had for reaching out to the darkness in another dimension, making contact to provide creative energy, creative spirits. So, when you hear these artists like Beyonce talk about Sasha Fierce, and everyone's got all these alter egos they make contact with, and they're opening up portals, and like this is like some real stuff they're doing. Another clip. Moving right along, Zane Lowe talks about the subconscious realm of the artist. Yes, there it is. I mean, they're telling it to you in plain sight if you know what to listen for. I think most people have no clue. And it just goes over their head like, oh, well, they're just saying she's an eccentric artist, you know? No, it's not what they're saying. They're saying you have to make contact with these higher sources, with the creative impulses of the artist through the mob zone, through the dark side of the tree of life.
1: So how did that just happen?
3: Which is so funny because it's often the subconscious goes the other way in the artistic spirit. Often you're feeling happy on the outside, surface distractions, all the things you've built for yourself, this world you created that tells you you're happy and safe and successful. And the music that's coming out is subconsciously sad and depressed. It's very rare that I've spoken to an artist at at your level that was having a subconscious joyful experience or striving at least to find joy subconsciously and not
1: forcing it. You're dead on. I was subconsciously experiencing joy and what I've learned about the brain is that while that's happening, if you have extensive uh, trauma or uh, any mental issues like the ones that I have, your unconscious as you are becoming joyful goes, no, stop. Stop what you're doing. Come back to my me. I am your sadness. If you become happy, you are unsafe.
2: So, he's talking about the subconscious realm and, you know, what Lady Gaga learned about the brain was that mental issues she had kept coming up in this process. This isn't normal stuff, I'd argue. I'd posit that it's not. Then Zane Lowe is talking about how fans see this trade-off happening, meaning like uh, she worked hard to get to this point of fame, and now she's saying she doesn't want it. And this is kind of like the Faustian bargain, right? Like everybody wants it until it's time to pay up. And arguably this is why she has all these weird sort of breakdowns. Now, on the rational side of the house, she alleges that a producer raped her as a teenager in the music industry. Maybe, right? Maybe that's what her source of pain is when she's talking about all this crazy stuff that tortures her. Or it could be that she killed Lena Morgana and traded her soul in. Right? And again, you'll you'll listen to my uh, appearance on Those Conspiracy Guys when he drops it. That's what we'll talk about. Then she talks about this curious thing about, and this is a recurring theme in the interview about this, sound wave being associated with God. And she got this energy from the sine wave above sine wave uh in the, in terms of electronics, electricity, you've got like a sine wave and a cosine wave, right? It's just saying that repeating form of, uh you know, the amplitude positive one to negative one sort of thing. You know what I'm saying? But this sound wave from above is what saved her. So there's this dark Lord that she is worshiping. And this is, this is my interpretation of it. She, she talks about the sound wave being God and the sound wave is what saved her.
1: And the end, the, the last act, you know, of the album is a song called Sign From Above, as you know, that I did with Elton and uh, a song called Babylon. And, you know, we use a sign from above S-I-N-E because it's a sound wave. It's, you know, that sound sign from above is what healed me to be able to dance my way out of this album singing babylon a song about gossip and something that used to run my life like
2: now she talks about writing the songs and how the lyrics they come to her just like that and this is the same thing we hear so often i talk about this in the dark path about all these artists who have this automatic writing all your favorite artists do it the, the the lyrics come out of nowhere where do they come from they don't know it just comes to them she says you know i used to write it down uh, but now the lyrics come to her like that and zane low says that it's because of her connection to this artist spirit
1: look at the love i have around me look at the friends that i have that cared a blood pop was like he would listen to me talk for hours and rant when I was just like spiraling in shame for hours. And then just, just so that we could write one song. And that love instilled in me a gratitude that grew over time and it just made me more of a fighter. And I, I just started to, to, to lean into reality, lean into my mental issues and go, I have them and I'm still going. And so I kept going, and then I kept going, and then I kept going, and I kept dancing, and I kept writing. And I didn't stop, and I was honest every single time. I mean, when I tell you that writing the lyrics for this album and the melodies, like, it was like that. I mean, this is how I used to write music. When I first started writing music, someone would— sit down with me and i would write it down on a piece of paper and hand it to them and go there it's that's this is what it is this is how this album was made
3: i love that you say that because it shows a real connection to your artistic spirit and the voice that needed to come out but you but you also in the same breath made mention of the hours and hours and hours and hours of work
4: yeah
2: and he talks about how like she's beating herself up just to get to that point Again, there's like a sort of labor involved in all of this. Because it's not easy. And like I think these people break down. And this is the, the reason why you have all these artists and all these celebrities going nuts. Again, she sort of talks about how a producer raped her. And this is probably the same producer that Kesha alleged raped her, Dr. Luke. Um, it's never been officially disclosed. That's just me reading between the lines. And... Again, all allegations, I'm not here to tell you that he did it, Uh, but there's a lot of people that claim a lot of things. Then, you know, they talk about social constructs, which is cool or whatever, you know, I don't disagree with some of that stuff. Then, then it gets real weird. (laughs) It gets real weird. God is a a feminine, feminine sound wave, evil things pretend to be God, and uh, again, this is the same thing she was talking about earlier about, uh, uh, the, uh, sound wave saving your life
1: to fix anything. I'm living my destiny, which is to give gifts to the world. And I truly believe that that's what I'm meant to do. And I know, you know, like I, I do believe in God. I don't believe in God the way that, you know, maybe through art, throughout history, it's been portrayed, but I believe in a higher force. And I used to talk to Blood Pop about it. There's a theory that the whole world was created by a a feminine sound wave. And that that feminine sound wave actually saw their, saw what they thought was their father below them and fell to be with their father, but it was actually a reflection from behind them So they fell into an abyss and broke into two and that there are two then there were two galaxies that were born and one was good and one was evil and that the evil one is the one where evil things pretended to be God and then we believed in them and we divided and then we started to to argue and hate each other and that is that is the world that I believe I live on but that my understanding of God actually, is that it's a sign. I believe God is God began as a sound, a sign
3: from above. and i' I got you in trouble, by the way. Full disclosure. I may have sent a a, a, a message to Elton last night saying, "Wow, this Lady Gaga album is fantastic," to which he responded, "Dear Zane, I haven't heard
2: it yet. Love E
1: <laughs> I well, I mean...
2: I- so, what is this sound wave that's saving her life? It's the evil things pretending to be God, maybe? I mean, the, the logos, the word God spoke is what created the world. So, is God a sound wave? I mean, not really, but God can use sound waves, the logos, to create. So, maybe she's not wrong. Hmm, maybe, maybe. Then uh, here's another another clip for how she talks about opening the portal. She's talking to sounds, you know, God. She's talking to God to get the lyrics.
1: It sounds like. What does it sound like? I like I literally Zane. When I make records, I I, I can hear it. I see it. It's like the the sound is colors, and then the words just come to me. They fly into my brain. But I literally go open the portal, talk to the sound he like listen for that for god listen and then make make the music and he he's going to hear that and he's going to know that i made a choice and the choice was not just to make this record for myself it was to make it for the world
3: you talked about not having strong a, a lot of strong significant female role models that could guide you and having to go somewhere else to find that and we talked a little bit about how supportive as a collaborator you've been to Ariana, but also there was a little bit of trade because she showed you.
2: Now, and then of course she wraps it up, talking about how great the World Health Organization is and uh, she just wants to try to help people through it, which sounds great, and and I get it, right? I just think she's misinformed. I think that it's nice that these these celebrities, these artists, I, I sympathize with them. They just, they just want people to help people. I get it, man, I'm with you. Let's all love each other here, right? The problem is, it's like you dig into it and you start finding out who runs the World Health Organization, and it's like not doctors and stuff. Like you think it's it's African terrorists who are are taking money from China to lie about everything. Not very woke, Lady Gaga. Not very woke. Moving on, Machine Gun Kelly. He's a rapper, and he's white, and he's tall, and he's thin. And he's got lots of tattoos. Well, he's got a video called "Why Are You Here," and again. Um, like check out the Instagram Instagram at Isaac Weishop. Um, I'm gonna put the photos on there. I'm just making a note for you because so I don't want to say things and then, then not deliver on my promise. But on this video, which I know you're not gonna watch this video, he's blind, it's not a terrible song though. But he's uh, on the video, he's blindfolded with these bloody eye sockets. If you can picture Neo from the Matrix, Neo fight the initiate. Right? That's what that means. That's what the Matrix character is the initiate being initiated into the occult. Well, you see that he's actually sort of taking part of a Masonic ritual. He's got the blindfold on, which is very important in terms of the Freemason initiation sequence. And what is the, let's spend a minute on this blindfold talk, means the initiate is going from the dark, unenlightened state. To the light, the wisdom, if you will, the Luciferian gnosis, the initiate's eyes will be opened. Now, Albert Mackey's Encyclopedia of Freemasonry explains it a little bit deeper. Old Mackey says, Physical blindness in masonry, as in the language of the scriptures, is symbolic of the deprivation of moral and intellectual light. It is equivalent to the darkness of the ancient mysteries in which the neophytes, there's that word, neo, neophytes, it is equivalent to the darkness of the ancient mysteries in which the neophytes were enshrouded for periods varying from a few hours to many days. The Masonic candidate, therefore, represents one immersed in intellectual darkness, groping in the search for that divine light and truth, which are the objects of a mason's labor." And then if you look in the encyclopedia under darkness, darkness, everybody. (laughs) Hence the rule that the eye should not see until the heart has conceived the true nature of those beauties which constitute the mysteries of the order. What are these beautiful mysteries? Well, arguably it is that Lucifer is their god. In the third degree of the Master Mason... The Initiate is always shrouded in darkness to prepare for the reception of the full light of knowledge. This is also why they are put underground, which I talk about many times in many analysis. Deadpool comes up from underground, initiated into the new ways of the Superman, the Ubermensch. And you see it so many times. They did it at the Pyramids of Giza, put the Initiates underground for three days to resurrect them, enlightened It symbolizes the cosmological darkness that existed before the light. The primacy of darkness. The initiate comes to the light reborn. It is their baptism. So, that is why Machine Gun Kelly has the blind on. And should you doubt me, he's standing on a cube. The square. He's standing on his square. Which is again a Freemason term. You see the logo for Freemasonry as the compass and square. That mean and when they say a candidate is not on their square, that means they're not uh their head isn't right. That's what Charlemagne the God said about Kanye West. When Kanye West was spitting the truth. When he was doing his his um his rants, the media called it. They said he's lost his damn mind. And then they uh MK altered his ass. And tie it up Kim K and throw her in the bathtub warning of her death warning. They were going to illuminate, confirm her in the bathtub, pass her over into the other realm. You can read more about that in my new book, conspiracy theories and unpopular culture, the book now available on Amazon and audible and all those things. But I'm going to tell you right now, don't buy it. If, if you want to hear that content, just got to listen to my archives. Cause I basically took the best of the podcast, typed it up real professionally Self-published it, put it in a book. Now it's available. But again, you can get it for free. Just listen to the podcast. But if you want to support the show, if you like written written stuff, if you like audio books, go for it. It is now up everywhere. And I got signed copies, gumroad.com backslash Isaac W. Probably doesn't have COVID on it. Now in the video, Machine Gun Kelly does the all-seeing eye twice technically. And the one that I took a screenshot of for interest, he's doing it with the V, the Nodens, the sign of nodens over his eye. Like Katy Perry did back in the day. And you'll see that on my collage image I'll put on the Instagram there. The nodens. Who is the nodens? It's the Typhon, as in Kenneth Grant's Typhonian OTO, the the alien god from another dimension. Right? You with me? <laughs> the V Again, is something that goes all the way back to World War II. Winston Churchill talked to old Aleister Crowley and said, because Aleister Crowley was part of the intelligence agencies and all that stuff, right? And said, hey, old Crowley, how do I get, how do I fight these occult forces? This mega hyper death sigil that Adolf Hitler is charging up with his swastika. And, and... Crowley said, well, you call upon the anti-solar forces. Of course, Churchill. And these anti-solar forces are the V. So Churchill started the V for Victory campaign. You know the story. Which slowly morphed into the peace sign. But that's why these losers do it in their music videos. It's calling upon energies from another dimension. That's why Jay-Z and Beyonce do the rock diamond. Same thing. Harnessing energies from another dimension... Should you not believe me, go back and listen to the Lady Gaga section. That's what she's telling you. She she harnesses energies from another dimension. Then he does the vow of silence. That's old hat, right? Harper crates. He's the initiate. promises he won't tell the secrets. Just let him in. Then he's in a kitchen on the black and white floor. Again, Moses pavement on the floor of all Freemason lodges. Black and white, reconciliation of opposites, duality, all these concepts we've talked about so many times. And then back on, and that was that video was released in early May, and then May 20th, he dropped a video called Bloody Valentine with Megan Fox, and guess what happens? Guess what happens? He gets killed in the bathtub. Yes, yes, indeed. Killed in the bathtub? Why do they do it? What's their obsession? Why do they put it in your face? They think you're dumb. And guess what? Most people are dumb. (laughs) Is that a cynical outlook? You know, I get tired of fighting with these people that think it's crazy. All these conspiracy theories always come true. And it's like, it's only when the mainstream media and, you know, official sources tell people that something is legit, that people start believing it. When are people going to wake up? They just can't. They're just so distracted. By design, not their fault. Anyway. Alistair Black. If you're like me, you're a sucker for mysteries, true crime. And once you put me back into a period piece with those old flapper 1920s era time frame, you got me. I'm all yours. So let me tell you about this game called June's Journey. We're going to escape to a bygone age of mystery, danger, and romance. As you immerse yourself into the world of June's Journey, a hidden object mystery mobile game that puts your detective skills to the test. Play as June Parker and investigate beautifully detailed scenes of the 1920s while uncovering the mystery of her sister's murder. With hundreds of mind-teasing puzzles, the next clue is always within reach. Now, one thing I like is that it sharpens your vision to look for objects. In case I, I ever make it on uh, one of these reality contest shows, I got to harness my puzzle, my puzzle skills and my visual acuity. And, and I, I learned what a pavilion, <laughs> when I was playing the game, I learned what a pavilion was. It's, it's basically a gazebo. I didn't know that. So I'm learning, all right? In each level, you search for hidden objects in New York parlors or, or uh, Paris sidewalks. Trying to figure out this scandalous family secret of how June's sister died. It's got some mystery. It's got some danger. It's got some romance. I got the game on my phone right now, and I'm on chapter three, and I'm looking for clues on this crime scene photo because we're gonna we're gonna figure out who did this. And you're gonna love it. They play real like mad chill music, so it's kind of relaxing too. You get to customize your little luxurious estate with gardens and buildings and such. So look, if you're into detective work, solving clues, finding clues, scandalous family secrets, uh, you just want a fun little escape from the dreaded day job or whatever, this is your game. I enjoy playing it at the end of the day when I'm chilling in bed trying to unwind because it's just a nice little escape kind of game for me. And not only that, poor June, she needs my help to figure out how her sister died. And guess what? June needs your help, detective.
0: Download June's Journey for free today on iOS. An android.
2: who's he's a wrestler what's he do he does occult wrestling stuff i don't watch wrestling anymore i used to love it back in the day if you've listened to my show if you listen to billy ray valentine my man wrestling's a thing the 80s and 90s wrestling was the greatest wrestling of all time or maybe i just grew up i don't know but he did an interview with new york new york post They asked him, how did that translate into the Alistair Black character? Talking about his upbringing. He says, a lot of stuff with this is real life. The occult stuff, I grew up having a fascination about world religion and the fascination grew into other religions and other things. And I kind of dabbled my way into the occult and started reading about the occult. I use a lot of that stuff as well. It's unique. It's mystique. A lot of people don't understand it and I can use it to my advantage. They asked him, "You mentioned your view of religion. It's obviously not the traditional one. How would you explain your view to someone?" And he gives the answer: "I'm an atheist. I don't have a religion." You see how crazy this stuff is. How crazy can it be that you're into all this all these ideas of magic and making contact with other worlds and other dimensions and entities and evil's not really a bad thing and all this stuff, and then say you're an atheist? what i mean i guess those i guess those two things can be reconciled if you're in the church of satan i guess i i don't understand that but what do they, who do they think created these mystical forces that they employ then he says then the interviewer says well where did that stem from and he says my mom was roman catholic my dad was part of it would be hard to explain what my dad was a part of it was a deeply rooted religion that was borderline Let's say it was a very strict religion and it wasn't the most caring and loving religion in the world. So I saw what that did to my dad and it kind of made me think, it kind of made me wonder because it was a big difference between my mom and my dad in that sense. That's kind of why it gained my interest because on one hand I have this very open welcoming religion in the Roman Catholics and on the other hand I have this doomsday end of the world type religion which is very strict, very cut and dry, very bleak. I didn't understand the difference between the two Because I always thought they, religion, did the same thing. That sparked my interest. So I started reading and reading and reading. And that's how I kind of bounced through all these different religions that were there. It kind of drew the conclusion for me. Religion was just not for me. My conclusion was that for me, it would come down to understanding that I'd feel more comfortable with the idea. Not even comfortable with, but find more true in a scientific approach than there was in a theistic approach. Again, science is the new God, the new religion. It's the religion of the new age. And if people want to criticize organized religion, they definitely should be criticizing science. The same organization, the same religion that changes their minds, changes their tune on everything. Everything gets disproven. Elon Musk and Grimes, they had a baby. An anti-Christ offspring named X-Ash Archangel. What a dumb name. I was actually surprised. I didn't know Elon Musk had five other kids. Good lord, man. Put the dick down. And one of them was named Damien, by the way. Now... <laughs> oh, boy. I'm picking on Elon Musk. He's smarter than me. From, is he? I don't know. From CNN. The Canadian musician real name Claire Elise Boucher, Boucher Boucher, explained X stands for the unknown variable. Meanwhile, the AE sort of thing is the elven spelling of AI, which is shorthand for artificial intelligence and translates to love in several languages such as Japanese. The 32-year-old star then shared that a part of her son's name is a reference to the couple's favorite aircraft. A-12, precursor to the SR-17, our favorite aircraft. No weapons, no defenses, just speed. Great in battle, but non-violent, she added. Well, let's talk about how dumb this is. First off, dumb name, period. Everyone, you know, this, this is a new thing. Uh, me, when I was growing up, everyone had just good, basic, strong, bi- biblical names. Everybody knew how to spell them. I went to school with 100 Michaels and 100 Matthews. <laughs> you know, and then something happened, and everyone needed to be a snowflake very special, very unique and for whatever reason, people thought that giving their you know naming their kids michael but spelling it m i k uh you know e a e r l or whatever they wanna do you know what i'm saying they thought that that would give them special unique qualities, I guess, right? I guess there's powers in a name. That's why they say, that's why I kind of got a couple people put me on blast because I say the names of the Baphomet and all this stuff, all these, all these, these demons. And they say that's dangerous. And, and maybe, right? Maybe so. But like, I don't know how to get the point across to you without saying it. Sometimes I call it the goat with the boobs, but I figure I'm trying to like, I'm trying to, like, talk to you guys about information, and I need you to know what I'm saying. It's more important to me. But, yeah, so everyone gets a special name. Nobody knows how to spell the names. No one knows how to say the names. And that's what this kid is. Another one of those. X, the unknown variable, she said. Guess who else did that? Charles Manson. (laughs) Charles Manson put an X on his forehead. Uh, He said he was X'd out of society, and then he turned it into a swastika. And then, of course, AI is their god. Because if you look at, and what's weird is Elon Musk, I don't know if you know who Grimes is, if you've ever looked her up. I did a whole piece on her many years ago. Because she's Illuminate confirm, But she looks like an alien and a robot had sex and made this emo monster. And apparently that's what Elon Musk is into, because he's a weirdo himself. He's a robot and an alien and all that stuff. So, of course, of course they would have the Antichrist child. And, of course, they would give it a dumb name. (laughs) Uh, I'm really picking on him, aren't I? The uh, Katie Groves, do you know who that is? Well, it's a country singer. She died many weeks ago, a few weeks back. She was only 30, but they say she died of natural causes. And I don't know who she is. I don't listen to country music. But I looked her up because I thought, that's a weird thing to say, that she died at 30 of natural causes. But I thought, well, maybe she has some kind of, you know, strange disease. But I didn't really see that in the research. I could be wrong. I mean, I briefly looked it up. But I did see that her brother died at 28 and her other brother died at 28. What is happening they in the uh, almost in the 27 Club, maybe? If you know anything on that, hit me on the socials if you know any weird stuff about Katie Groves because I find that very curious. Lil Pump, weeks ago, I posted a video on Instagram and Twitter. He's got this dumb TikTok Illuminati challenge. He wants you to do the Illuminati triangle. He's taking a cue from Jay-Z and Beyonce channeling that energy speaking of jay-z uh big up sunshine baby gave me um a link to there's a thing called the lionel b show and he references gossip of the city which is like a tabloid rap sort of thing gossip and the official story if you recall back in the there was a big elevator incident where solange and her sister beyonce and jay-z were all in the elevator and the surveillance footage comes out and uh Solange and Jay-Z are in a big fight. And the official story was the reason that fight happened was because Jay-Z cheated on Beyonce. And that prompted a whole, you know, album and, you know, I don't know, whatever. All that stuff. But allegedly the rumor is the true story is that uh Solange has a mental health issue. And there was a break in her mental health. That's why she was freaking out. And the audio was about how uh, Jay-Z tried to sell her. (laughs) Tried to sell her, I guess. And she sounded possessed and all this crazy stuff. Jay-Z didn't want Solange around his kids, though, because she's nuts. Uh, If you've got 500 bucks, apparently you can pay Gossip of the City to hear the audio that this claim comes from that Jay-Z's trying to sell Solange. I don't have 500 bucks or enough care. But that's the that's the word on the streets. And Solange was apparently treated in a private Los Angeles Institute paid for by Beyonce. Beyonce apparently also su- suffers from a dislocative disorder. I don't know if he was talking about dis- dissociative identity disorder and freezing episodes and all this crazy stuff. And we've talked about her many, many times. Now let's move on. To our final topic, Lana Del Rey, I have to clarify some things. I spoke about the magic hex of Lana Del Rey possibly backfiring on Trump. Some people didn't know what I was talking about as I read on the messages and all that stuff. You go back to... Feb. Let me. So let me catch everybody up. I have to clarify this. Back in February 2017, Lana Del Rey posted on her Twitter some dates and ingredients to conduct a ritual to hex Donald Trump and they were binding spells on the waning crescent moon ritual nights and this was uh, right after her video for love which I had did an analysis on because love had basically a riff on 2001 a space odyssey with all the alchemical eclipse kind of stuff if you recall by the way, I, uh, I'm i rereading the Space Odyssey series books because I enjoy them so much. I'm going to read you a passage from 2001 A Space Odyssey. Hey, Dave, said Hal. What are you doing? I wonder if he can feel pain, Bowman thought briefly. And this is the scene where he's sort of removing all the the guts of Hal, okay, the AI on board. Bowman thought briefly, Probably not, he told himself. There are no sense organs in the human cortex. After all, the human brain can be operated on without anesthetics. To begin to pull out one by one, the little units on the panel marked ego reinforcement. So there you go. That is illuminate confirmed. The book says that David Bowman takes out the ego reinforcement components in HAL, the AI. He is destruction of the ego right now, is what that means. And again, it's this concept of the subconscious. You, you know, you've got the ego, you've got the id, you got the superego. And the id, of course, is the um, sort of reptilian brain that has all these animalistic urges. Superego is the sort of social construct. And then you've got the ego that determines how much of the animal desires one will give into versus how much of the social constructs one must give into and destruction of the ego is an important element because in the Luciferian occult left-hand path, they believe that you need to get rid of that and just embrace all the evil because evil's not so bad. Now back to Lana Del Rey. She had this video, Love, and had all this 2001 alchemy stuff in it. So she's definitely into this occultist stuff. She's flat out telling you, here's some witchcraft tr- uh, witchcraft rituals you can do. It's a good time. So in response to the Trump hex, Azalea Banks, who rumors have it that Dave Chappelle apparently slept with her. It doesn't matter. Who cares? <laughs> but Azalea Banks responded and said, you witches are only going to make Trump, tr- Trump stronger Rolls, I hashtag white girl magic. So banks, and she means it too. uh, Azalea banks. She's not one of these singers, rappers, whatever you want to call her. She's kind of more like grimes. Like she's into like weird stuff. She posted an image of chicken blood on the wall of a ritual she was doing. So she means it. She's about that life. She's about that life, about that animal torture life for nonsensical religious purposes. Then in February 2018, fast forward just a little bit. I did an article for a song Lana Del Rey did called Get Free. And uh, talked about it on a bonus Patreon content. Patreon.com backslash Illuminati Watcher. Go sign up. It was the one where I talked about Lana Del Rey and superhero movies and the Parkland shooter with David Bowie's music video and all that stuff. We're talking February 2018. And when you look up this song she did called Get Free, she said that it was her personal manifesto. And this was after, you know, Radiohead sued her saying that she was using their chord progression from Creep. Uh, Apparently, they settled the matter. Whatever. But she said, I just want to let you know that regardless of what happens in court, the sentiment that I wrote in that particular song, which was my statement for the record, my personal manifesto, my modern manifesto. So there she's telling you it's very important. Okay? Then, there was a song originally called Malibu, and she wanted to reveal her experience of the last six years in the music industry. Let's look at that song. This is an interview uh, she did. Uh, I forgot to write down where it was from. It says, Other songs on the album had a more troubled gestation. Del Rey says the closing track, Get Free originally had a different title and much more personal lyrics. That song started out revealing everything. I'm sorry, let me reread that. That song started out really revealing, she says. I wanted to summarize my whole experience over the last six years, and then I realized I don't want to reveal everything. Once the initial version was out of my system, she says, the recording was deleted completely, then started from scratch. Okay. So it's a personal manifesto. It wanted to reveal something that she decided she did on second thought not to reveal. Then look at her prior album called Ultra Violence*. It was about her experience in an underground cult with a charismatic guru. And of course, the guru needs to show um, how great he is by banging all the young girls. Well, then you look at the lyrics of Get Free. It talks about crossing the threshold to a new realm, saying that this new Lana was doing it for Amy and doing it for Whitney. Talking about Amy Winehouse and Whitney Houston, names that were apparently censored out of the song, if you listen to it. Why would they censor the names? Because Amy Winehouse, she was in the 27 Club, Whitney Houston, we all know the story of the bathtub passage of the goddess with her daughter Bobby Christina, out in Roswell, Georgia, this is where Bobby got it. But the lyrics say, "They uh they talk about it says out of the black and into the blue," and what is that? That's an inverse of Neil Young's track, in where he says "into the black," which is a phrase you hear in Stephen King's book *It* if you ever read that. That mega monster book says out of the blue and into the black right so it's the inverse of what Lana Del Rey says and Kurt Cobain he put the lyrics from Neil Young's (laughs) I can't talk today Neil Young's song on his suicide note because the song is apparently about it being better to burn out and just die young than to fade away Again, you look at all these weird connections. Kesha had that song, Die Young. Do you remember that? And it was burning up on the charts. And then, boom, Sandy Hook happened. All these kids died. And then they removed the song from the from the you know billboard or whatever, from circulation. And then, on top of that, Kesha said, Look, they forced me to sing those lyrics. I didn't want to sing the lyrics. What are you talking about, Kesha? What she's talking about is charging up the hyper-sigil space for people dying young is what I could argue using these magic ritual incantation ideas prove me wrong (laughs) Lana Del Rey she uses the reverse of by saying out of the black and into the blue could it be she's trying to say she's leaving the darkness of the music industry she was on that path of the die young mantra there better to burn out than to fade away like Kurt Cobain, like Amy Winehouse, sort of like Whitney Houston. Let's take a look at the lyrics to further emphasize the point. Sometimes it feels like I've got to warn my mind.
1: no purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: I want to get off, but I keep riding the ride. I never really noticed that I had to decide to play someone's game or live my own life. And now I do. I want to move out of the black into the blue. And then, if you thought we were done, my dear listener, no, no, no. Finally, she references Crowley. Alistair Crowley suggesting that she's bailing on the Hollywood Crowley occultism. She says, Finally gone is the burden of the Crowley way of being that comes from energies combined like my part was I not discerning and you, as we found out, were not in your right mind. What is she saying? There's a burden of combined energies. Is that the reconciliation of opposites? This idea that evil isn't bad. Because that's the way this game works they 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 get these people and they teach them these ways and say look you your your understanding of the world is not very woke evil is a social construct it's not that bad let me prove it to you uh, and then you prove it to me How do we prove it to each other doing heinous things to kids or whatever does she have to prove to these weirdos that she is woke and that's what she's saying she's uh, she's done with that she's getting out of that game. She talks about the dangers of the Crowleyan practices of crossing the abyss. Again, uh, from this article I wrote earlier, this is me talking here. From my limited understanding of Crowley's most esoteric teachings, he divides his adepts up into white and black. The white adepts are successful in the full enlightenment and love under will. The black adepts go a different route in that they restrict themselves to the point of going to the most base frequency – which connects them into the cabalistic source known as God that emanated the Sephiroth on the Tree of Life. Crowley also said that the darkness of the soul is utter blackness. In The Vision and the Voice, which is a basic summation of his view on those adepts that entered into the Black Brotherhood. So, to recap, this song where she's talking about leaving the industry and Crowley magic and all this crazy stuff that she ended up sort of curtailing the lyrics because they were too revealing it came out after this witch hex did she witness something wrong with it was there something that was hit a little too hard could her witchcraft spell have caused covid lana del rey caused covid is what i'm trying to tell you that's what i'm trying to tell you and you know my stance here i'm not taking sides politically I'm just saying that maybe, maybe that's what happened. Maybe this is an inadvertent, this is the problems of messing with all this stuff. When you try to play God, when you try to mess with all this stuff, all these weird forces, things like this can happen. If you believe in all of that, which they do. I want to thank you for your time. Thank you for being a supporter. Thank you for considering joining Patreon. Patreon Patreon.com backslash Illuminati Watcher. Go watch the fun little video I made. Look at all the goodies you get. You're going to get so many goodies. I'm not going to rattle it off. You got to go check it out. It's going to be a no-brainer. I promise you. I assure you. Just go check it out. And sign up. And you'll get all the bonus stuff. All the early stuff. No more annoying ads. You're going to love it. And until next time, stay woke. Hi, this is your host, Isaac. As you know, You can support the show on Patreon, patreon.com backslash Illuminati Watcher. I give you all kinds of bonus content. I try to give you one to two shows a month and you get all those great perks that you can see if you go check out patreon.com backslash Illuminati Watcher. This month, they're getting a full show, an hour of me talking about transhumanism and its connections to COVID, contact tracing, privacy invasion, facial recognition, AI. How is this all connected? Is it by design? We talk about the, the Face app. You remember that? Talk about the uh, the TikTok. Clearview AI. Have you heard of Clearview AI? Well, very big player in this new world they are creating. Talk about Google APIs, Google Nearby, Facebook API. Do you know what that means? Do you know what DMPs are? Well, you're going to find out all this stuff, how they aggregate the data that you voluntarily give them through your apps, through your games, through your phone and how this is fueling and building this AI monster. They're going to use to predict your behavior in this new world, the new normal, they call it all these. And you know, they, all these recent facial recognition legislation actions that have happened. It's not by mistake. (laughs) It's not Microsoft behind some of this. Why? Well, you'll find out too. You'll find out how Clearview AI is connected into all of this crazy stuff fueling the police state. And stranger yet, it connects into the Silicon Valley, uh, Peter Thiel, and the transhuman agenda. This COVID tracking fits into the transhuman agenda. It sounds crazy, but I assure you an hour worth of me ranting about it, uh, you'll understand why. Uh, I'm going to play a little clip. If you like it, hit me on patreon.com backslash Illuminati Watcher and get the whole show along with so many things, an overwhelming amount of things. I got an index on there with all the bonus shows that you can get. You'll have your mind blown. Check it out.
5: How do you do what what happens if someone ultimately does get a Neuralink installed? What will take place? Well, for version one of the device it would be um, it, it basically implanted in your skull so uh, <laughs> but it would be flush with your skull so you basically uh, take out a chunk of skull replace put the neural device in there um, you, you put the the electrode you'd insert the electrode threads very carefully into the, the brain um, and uh, and then you you know, stitch it up, and um, and you wouldn't even know that somebody has it. Um, and then, it and so then it it, it can interface basically anywhere, any, anywhere in your brain. Um, so it could be something that uh, you know helps cure, say, uh, eyesight. Like give you, re- returns your eyesight, even if you've like lost your optic nerve type of thing. Uh, could, really? Could, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Hearing, obviously got a big show for you today.
2: The big show, the biggest show. You got to listen to it before you turn into the robot they want you to turn into. We're going to talk about the oddest of connections. Oddest. And I don't, that's not a Boston accent. Odd. ODD. Because transhumanism is fitting into the COVID scenario. It is. How, you may ask. How could it be? Well, I'm going to tell you. And by the time this show is over, your eyes will be open. You will, like the serpent told you, <laughs> or told Adam and Eve, they will have the eyes to see the truth. The uh, And this goes back to Patreon request back 2019. I said, give them to me. And I'm still hacking away. I'm still working them. Alicia wanted to know about the transhumanism. And, you know, much like, there was other topics on there, like, you know, various people wanted UFO talks, some people want, there was a couple transhuman ideas that were discussed or questioned about, and I am here to tell you about them. This is going to be very heavy on the transhuman stuff. We're going to talk about technologies that are all of a sudden popping up that just so happened to coincide with COVID and the response Con- why are they contact tracing why since day one have they said contact tracing is the key to getting out of this it's the carrot they are dangling That they're dangling a big old carrot right in front of your face it's disgusting privacy invasion you know that's coming every time one of these world events that changes things forevermore nothing will be the same the new normal all these buzzwords the day everything changed 9-11 just like it same thing going on again oh my god there's a disease that's killing people let's we need to we need to surveillance we need to know what they're doing How about you worry about figuring out the disease first and you I'll worry about where I'm going. Thank you very much. And I'm one of these guys who's uh, questionable about the masks. I don't know. I'm not a, i am not aii kind of support in general, the idea of it in the sense that it's like, Hey, you know, if people feel better that I'm wearing a mask and it shows that I care about my fellow man, then that's what I'm doing. That's the message I'm sending I'm virtue signaling that I care. So you know what? I'll wear it. Do they know if it helps? No, they don't. They have no clue. They've been studying diseases for 20, 30, 40 years. They've been saying, all these nerds have been saying, oh my God, a pandemic's going to come wipe us all out. They make movies about it for the last 20 years. Not once. Not once. They funneled millions and millions of dollars, billions of dollars into studies. I'm screaming. Sorry. Billions of dollars into studying diseases, pandemics, coronaviruses. Ebola, SARS, millions and millions of dollars, billions of dollars for dozens of years. Did they once study the effects of wearing a mask? No, they didn't bother. Who cares? You tell me they didn't know this. You're telling me they didn't know the outcomes and scenarios of how this would look. I was stationed in South Korea 20 years ago, because that's how old I am, and I... It blew my mind. All these Koreans were wearing masks everywhere they went. And I said, what the hell? And, you know, being just a, a dumb ammo troop, I heard everyone say, oh, it's because they all got tuberculosis. And I don't know if that's true or not. That was what they said. And back, you know, when I was that age and back in that those days, you didn't really consult the Internet. You just, oh, yeah, OK. Yeah, that's what it is. So I don't know if that's what it is or not. But in uh, so what I'm getting at here is they. Masks have been something that they've considered for many, many years. Apparently, we've never thought to study it. So there's all this conflicting data as to whether or not they help. Meanwhile, Japan, who's got like half the population of America, only had like 700 deaths up till today. Explain that. They they say it's because they wear the masks. But then I got people sending articles. There's studies now that say, oh, the masks make it worse. If you have COVID, it'll make it worse. Nobody knows. They don't know. They don't know. They never looked into it. They were too busy lining their pockets with absurd, uh, what's it called? I talked about it before. Gain of function testing. Fauci and all these other assholes were out here studying. Oh, let's figure out what happens if some deadly disease, if we can can cross it over from an animal to a human, what would happen to humans? No need to do it. Let's just try it. Then it escapes from a lab, maybe. Who knows? Nobody knows. Just give up. (laughs) Just give up. That's the motto for 2020. I don't know if you saw my Instagram post, at Isaac Weishaupt, go like and subscribe so I can be an IG thought. I'm just kidding. The, um, The transhuman stuff, it goes into contact tracing, privacy invasion, facial recognition, artificial intelligence, bringing about the end times, the apocalypse. That's the gist of what I'm going to talk to you about. I'm going to ramble about, I'm going to rant about. I'm slowly, I'm slowly turning into Alex Jones. I I apologize in advance for the day that the full transition happens. I'm sure he started out pretty normal like I did and somewhere you lose your mind and I think that's where I'm at today. But this is a Patreon bonus because hey, you know what I you know what I love? I love you and I love people that support on Patreon. You're going to get the best of me. You're going to get early access and bonus shows and all the other great things, books, everything. You get it all. You get it all. And today you're getting a bonus show and this has got tons of information you're going to love about surveillance. In 2001, of course, we had 9-11. The day everything changed. And what happened? Well, they thought... And, and at least that one made a little bit of sense. Because they were like, well, there's terrorist cells everywhere. We have to we have to read everyone's email and listen to them on the phone. We have to do it. Because we don't know who's the terrorist. I didn't agree with it. But like at least I understood why they said what they said. Why they did it. And then Edward Snowden talked about how the NSA had the prism program where they're spying on us they build this massive infrastructure in utah called the bumblehive to house yoda bytes of data what's the end game why are they doing this why do they need all this surveillance why do they need all the data it's about the transhuman digital matrix it's the end of our world When they keep saying everything changes, there's a new normal, they're slowly chipping away at this. I've casually believed it in the past. Every year that goes by, I believe it more and more. Now, NUGS on the Patreon team helped me out with a lot of this information, a lot of data collection, nugs knows a lot about data stuff we'll leave it at that and we started ironically we started talking in around december 2019 and i'm going to read you right from nugs message here prophetically prophetically talking to me about this nugs says hey wondering if you're going to dive into the role technology plays into the illuminati conspiracy more in the new year particularly how all of the new Snapchat and IG filters come out every month or so and are used to capture facial data. Additionally, all the data aggregators that help to form an entire profile for each individual based on browsing behaviors and information that is filled out in online forms. And then what followed was a lengthy conversation with some ideas Nugs was giving me on what to look at. And at the time, I kind of thought, well, okay. I mean, this fits into a certain aspect of it. But, you know, I like to focus on entertainment, occult symbolism. This year has proven to, to be... I, I got sucked into more of the main worldly things than ever because of COVID. But what we talked about, there there's basically a thread that connects social media, apps, how they're collecting our data, and finally into a police state an oligarchy to control us i mean that's kind of what's happening here sounds crazy recall the let's start with uh, the face app have you heard of the face app the craze of summer 2019 it was this russian app kind of like how the chinese have tiktok now that's the new one it's all spyware right these apps are spyware and the Face app was the one of summer 2019. And like everything, the devil was in the details, buried in the terms and conditions. It was saving all your data from calls and text messages and funneling it over to groups like Cambridge Analytica, who used it to target social media users to sway the 2016 election. I know half of you guys are rolling your eyes because you're QAnon or Trumpers. <laughs> and they think it's all fake news about the Cam- and whatever maybe it is maybe doesn't but the point is we all can agree that these apps are collecting data and giving it to people members of the oligarchy but so the story goes they targeted social media users to sway the 2016 election which i believe i know plenty look i know plenty of boomers that were that i would talk to and i love the boomers that would they would talk to me about these conspiracy stuff they see on their Facebook thing and I thought well this is really odd that conspiracy stuff is getting so mainstream right now it was always like you know hey does Clinton eat babies and I was like I don't know I don't know if Clinton needs the babies I don't know but whether or not that really was influential in swaying the election I don't know I just know it was happening and just like TikTok Which, by the way, you'll see TikTok promoted in many, many music videos, many rap videos. I've seen it over and over again. I actually noticed it a couple months back. I thought, this is really odd how they're placing TikTok clear uh, programming in the music video. Advertise. What do you call it? Um, What do you call it when you put the advertising in the middle of a show? You know what I'm saying. It seems to be a, a flawless, seamless sort of thing. It just happens to be part of the video, and they zoom in on the phone. Oh, she, you know, Megan, Megan the Stallion's using TikTok. Maybe I should, too. Here we go. Drake and Jonas Brothers, they were posting selfies that promoted FaceApp back in the summer 2019. Remember, it was the one where uh, everyone, they showed pictures of themselves looking 20 years older. And look, I don't judge you if you did it. I don't judge you. I'm just saying this is by design. They know what they're doing. It's kind of like how Takashi Six Nine's been trying to expose Billboard for promoting Justin Bieber and Ariana Grande. The claim is that Billboard bought sixty thousand copies of their single to get their sales numbers higher than Takashi Six Nine because Billboard owns these artists. These, like we've talked about, the music industry is the puppet master. They control the artist. They control their destiny. They can make reality. They're literal magicians. Well, it's the same thing. They use the artists and the musicians to push these apps. It's all connected. It's the spider web. Also, the photos you have on your phone, well, if you have FaceApp, guess what they own? They now own those photos. And guess what they did with it? (laughs) They funneled it over to some other ass that's using it for facial recognition technology. From an article on marketwatch.com. Users grant the company the license to use, reproduce, modify, adapt, publish, translate, create derivative works from, distribute, publicly perform and display your u- user content and any name, username or likeness provided in connection with your user content in all media formats and channels now known or later developed. What does that mean? Well, in the article they suggest that you know, you could be driving down the road and all of a sudden that's your face on a billboard. Because guess what you did? You gave them your photo to use however they like. There, and also things like this. There's a thing called generated photos. Have you heard of it? It's a collection of AI generated humans. And what it is, it's basically stock photos you can use for whatever you desire. And I got to thinking about this. I thought, man, that would have been smart of me to take one of these AI generated humans and say that that's me. To keep myself, you know, I used to be very anonymous, very private. And then at some point I sold out and said, whatever. You know, you get, you, you lose your fear when you do this long enough. Uh, I don't, no, the fear isn't lost. Um, the fear is more, I don't know, you just get more accustomed to it, I guess. Cause yeah, it's scary stuff. I'm talking about stuff that's, uh, pretty dangerous. And yes. I fear for many things because of this. That's why I have the pseudonym and uh, whatever. But yeah, generated photos, AI generated humans, basically stock photos you can use for whatever you want. Isn't that nice? Isn't that nice? Stock photos. Uh, But unfortunately, the slippery slope is that this is the idea of a cyborg uh, robotic slaves of some sort. You know, eventually we're going to make these sex dolls so realistic that it's going to be kind of abusive, right? And you see this in lots of science fiction. Robots are going to be slaves. It's going to start out with the sex. I I know it. I already know it. It starts out with uh, sexy time. And pretty soon it's going to be like having a real human almost that gets used and abused. And it's going to be very disturbing. But they built these generated photos based on data, images, and all this information collected through the apps, through quizzes on Facebook. You know, which which golden girl are you? Well, you can find out, but guess what? Now you're feeding the beast. And that's fine. I don't care. Do what you want. They're gonna look they're gonna win in the end. And guess what? None of us get to live forever they they're gonna try to, but that's not the design of this experience I'm not saying i'm I'm not, I'm not a suicidal or something like that but you know what I'm saying can't live forever might as well have fun while you're here right do what thou wilt <laughs> the, I'm just joking come on now AI is learning with this data and guess who's feeding it to them you are we're shoveling it in like a furnace and we keep stoking the flames with our data now uh, it made me think about deep fakes you remember that that was such a big to do we had all these videos where the technology existed to you can put the faces on to make it look realistic it's a hot topic just recently but then uh okay then let's see we got this company called clearview ai have you heard of them well they have an app, only it's not on the Apple Store. It's for the police. Yes, indeed. And what do the police do? They take a photo of you, and this photo goes into the database of facial profiles. And where did this database get built up? Well, Facebook, YouTube, Venmo, etc. Or uh, not Venmo, uh, Vimeo. They said that all of this stuff feeds into this giant database for Clearview AI that they purchased. And now the police can take your photo and see if you're who you are just by the photo. So with the idea that, hey, they're just going to catch the bad guys. The bad guys are out there walking around. They're going to take some photos and using facial recognition, figure out who it is and throw them away in the uh, prison cell. Well, here's hoping you don't look like a mass murderer. Again, these, these people are losing their minds for science and technology. They think it's perfect. It can never fail. I'm here to tell you, it's going to fail. And that's terrifying to me that they have such a system. Now, when your apps, because when you download the apps and you open it up, you know, it always asks if you can connect to the microphone or the camera, i.e. it's gathering data, but it's not just for reasons you may think. They are recording the sounds through the microphone, which isn't really a shocker. We've heard this before. The CIA was, I uh, was at the CIA or the FBI, they were listening to recordings through your television sets through a microphone on it. But they're also using high frequency sounds to send beacons to the phone to gather location data and to market you. They're tracking your location. And, and this is this is kind of a, a hearty topic here. I'm going to read to you from theconversation.com. Aside from networking, companies use ultrasonic signals or beacons to gather information about users. That could include monitoring television viewing and web browsing habits, tracking users across multiple devices, or determining a shopper's precise location within a store. That's me. That's me uh, foot stomping. Probably doesn't sound like a foot stomp. It probably sounds... That probably sounds like something else. It's uh, determining the shopper's precise location within a store. They use this information to send alerts that are relevant to your surroundings, such as a welcome message when you enter a museum, or letting you know about a sale when you pass a particular store. But since this technology records sound, even if temporarily, it could constitute a breach of privacy. Now, I know if you're like me, this is still a little hazy, a little confusing. I'm going to play a clip from a show called 20,000 Hertz. This is episode 41 called Ultrasonic Tracking, and it describes how this works.
4: You're listening to 20,000 Hertz, the stories behind the world's most recognizable and interesting sounds. I'm Dallas Taylor. Put yourself in a shopping mall. What do you hear? Maybe the sound of clothes hangers sliding across a rack? Or a cash register ringing up a purchase? Maybe it's rustling shopping bags? What you probably don't hear is this. Just on the edge of human hearing, at around 18,000 to 20,000 hertz, data is being transmitted over sound. It's called ultrasonic communication even though it might be audible to a child or someone with excellent hearing. The sample you just heard has been pitched down so the rest of us can hear it.
5: Ultrasonic tracking is sci-fi, right? Um, It's the kind of thing that seems like it comes out of a comic book or or a movie. And I think that gets under people's skin.
4: That's Sean O'Brien from Yale University's Privacy Lab.
5: We do privacy and security work, and we look at advertising trackers inside of mobile apps, such as the ultrasonic trackers.
4: Ultrasonic tracking is tracking that's done through your microphone.
5: If you have an app on your phone that allows microphone permissions, permissions to record onto your device, it can eavesdrop on you in the room and light up that microphone when you don't know.
4: Providers can embed their ultrasonic tones, or beacons as they call them, into television shows and advertisements.
5: So let's say, for example, you're playing a game. And you have the television on.
1: Where's Antoine?
5: There could be a signal coming through that television that's ultrasonic or near ultrasonic in most cases that you can't hear. And that sound can be picked up by your microphone, processed by the app, and then communicate with the server on the internet so that advertisers can gain data about what you're watching and potentially where you are. Okay, so now we know the phones
2: are doing much more than just collecting buzzwords that we say or text messages that we send. It's got precise location data. And you already know where we're going with that, but let's keep going with technology and where we're at today. And by the way, this is public information, so the private status of where they're at with data collection and spying on us is probably way further than this. Way more advanced than this. Google uses an API. And what's an API? Well, that's nerd language for a way for computers to talk to one another. They access each other's apps and and talk to each other on these uh, API protocols. They call it Google Nearby if you want to look it up. And Facebook's version is called Facebook graph API. I'm assuming it works in the same fashion. And these are all like, you know, uh, patented, um, what do you call it? Proprietary sort of systems, right? So I don't know exactly how they work. It looks, what it does is it looks for other Android or Google devices nearby. And it can do this with this ultrasonic beep inaudible to humans. Right? That's what we were talking about with the ultrasonic beeping. And it connects the devices, just like we heard on the podcast clip there. So the devices are kind of recording all the audio data. All right, again, if you want the whole show, it's an hour long. Patreon.com backslash Illuminati Watcher. Find out why and how the transhuman matrix, the transhuman future is going to play out with COVID. How this could very well be the start of a very long conspiracy.